welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And on this week's episode, we're going to be answering some Reddit questions, doing at least one Am I the Asshole, and then just catching up real quick. Um, so, Sarah, you want to jump in and catch up real quick and see how things are going? Sure. So how are things going, Sarah? Well, I just got my new uh, dental insurance card, Dental Envision. I should say. That's exciting. Oh, I keep forgetting. I I haven't sent you that phone yet. Um, it's literally sitting right there. Like right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it sitting right there? Yes. Can you do me a favor after we finish? Can you uh, message me your address that you want it sent to there? And yes. I will, while I'm doing stuff tomorrow, I'll go out and make sure I get it sent off. Yes, I can do that. Okay. Um, sorry, brain, um, work was a little crazy there at the end. No. What um, happened? So we, okay. So I work for a massage place and, um, we are constantly having to like update our schedules you know, because it's a very people heavy industry, you know, and stuff happens to people. It's like people aren't always able to come in because their kid's sick or they're sick or something's wrong with the car, you know, that kind of thing. So anyway, um, so we, we just recently had to deal with having to reschedule a bunch of people because of, because of that, the health issues. Um, and then one of the therapists changed her availability starting September. And so I was going through and I was going based off of her new availability, trying to figure out how many appointments we're going to have to get rescheduled and rebooked. Uh, the answer is 140. Ew. <laughs> so... And do you have to do that or? Yeah. Yeah. So we're the ones who have to get in contact with the clients and explain the situation to them. Is there another massage person that can take care of it? Some of the appointments probably um, could be switched over to somebody else. But there are several people who have multiple appointments because they're regulars. Yeah. So I'm going to have to move all of their appointments. Hmm. I have to sneeze. And then he doesn't sneeze. Doesn't deliver on the goods. It went away. <laughs> now I feel it's like that. It, it's a, it's the worst thing in the world to ever happen. To... <laughs> it's, it's the worst fucking thing in the world. <laughs> it's literally awful. <laughs> um. So anyway, so yeah, but... Other than the fact that we're going to have to go through and get in contact with all those people and change all those appointments, everything's fine. Everything's dandy. Yeah. How are you dealing with having the house kind of to yourself now for the little bit? Uh, you know, I'm, do I'm doing pretty okay. That's good. Though I will say that uh, one of them has been around not like 
staying here, staying here. Yeah. But coming in to do things. Weird. Uh huh. And in, isn't that isn't the other one in Indiana? Hmm. Didn't one of them go to Indiana? Yes. So it's the one that's okay. That's dumb. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, but they, I'm so mad. I got a little <laughs> delayed, uh, getting getting to you so that we could start recording, um, because I went to go get my laundry from the dryer, and somebody had put my clothes, my clean clothes, on top of the dirty, broken down car that is in the garage. Ew. Rude. Why were they even touching, why were they even touching your clothes? I guess they needed the dryer. Don't touch my stuff. I'm like, there's room on top of the dryer for my things. Or I just even take had them like inside a little basket. Put, put them by your door. Right? Like, Anywho. See, these are the reasons that I can never share a living space with someone that I'm not in a relationship with. Because I tried it with Sarah and it was just, <sighs> I wanted to smother her with a pillow every single day. <laughs> that is not accurate. Liar McLiarson. No, it wasn't. Um, well, at least you have it kind of the house kind of to yourself. That's a that's a plus, right? Yeah, that's true. It's just me and Miguel. Hola, Miguel. And he's usually at work, so. Well, my day was fine. Um, yesterday, I thought I was going to have to fight with people at the dealership while I was getting my car worked on. Ah, uh, yes. Tell them the story. So, I my car, there was something wrong with my car. And we talked, I think I talked about it on the last episode where uh, whenever I would press on the accelerator, the car wouldn't have very much power. And then it would make like this roaring noise. Um, so, I took it in and dropped it off. And I got a message that had, so the way that my, the dealership does it is they send you a text message with a link or an email with a link that tells you kind of what their diagnosis is. And then it like gives you a cost breakdown. And they said it was a <clears throat> cracked um, transmission mount and a cracked motor mount, which I had just had the motor mount replaced. So I was like, I'm not paying for that. Right. But I can understand having to pay for the cracked motor mount or the transmission mount. And he said it was like basically cracked in half. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. I don't really understand it, but whatever, I'll pay for it. And I the price I don't know how that happens. Yeah. And the price including the motor mount and the transmission mount was $355 and some change. So I was like, okay, whatever, and I approved it. Clicked approved, signed it and sent it on. But then I had him call me because I was like, I, I also don't need the motor. I'm not paying for the motor mount because I, it was just replaced in December. So I'm not paying for it again. Mm -hmm. So he agreed to that. And then it was like maybe an hour and a half, two hours later, he called and he was like, okay, I just got done test driving your car. It's running fine. It looks good. <clears throat> I was like, okay, cool. So I'll be in there a little bit later to pick it up. Went to go pick it up 
and there's this I walk in the guy that I usually deal with isn't there so there's this other guy just standing there and they don't they don't do this thing where they greet you when you walk in they just stand there and they're they continue to work so he goes I go I'm I'm here to pick up my car do I go over there he goes yeah you should just go over there so I went over there to like the little section where this person is behind like a wall right um and I am standing in line because there's a person there and then someone gets behind me and then some other dude comes in and the guy that was standing at the desk starts talking to him and then he walks him over and then starts checking him out at the thing and by the this time the person that was in front of me had paid and got their car or got their keys and left and I get up there and the girl pulls out the little the bill and she goes okay it's 570 some dollars i was like that's not what i approved that's like that technically is like 200 dollars more than i approved and she goes why well, don't that's just what i have and the guy is just standing there talking to this guy and he looks over they both look over and i'm like this isn't what i approved i don't i need you to figure this out and he like stops talking to this guy and he goes sorry let me let me deal with this and I was like, okay, this is how we're going to take it. So I said, this isn't what I approved. And then when I pulled it up, it had changed on online. And it is now like, it said now 700 and some dollars. And I was like, this is not what it was when I approved it. You should have a, a record of what it was when I signed off on it. And it was $355 and some change. And he goes, okay, well, let's go over here. So we walked away from the the pay like the the point of sale counter and walked over and stood and he looked at it and he goes well it looks like the part alone is two hundred dollars and then the labor is like two hundred and sixty dollars and i go okay i don't that's not my problem i know what i was quoted and what i approved and this isn't what i what i approved did if he didn't include the labor in the quote that's not my problem like right. i'm i'm fine with paying more than what i had signed off on i understand that but i'm not paying two hundred dollars more than what i what i signed off on right and he goes okay well he's not here so let me text him so he texts the guy and we're standing there for like maybe 10 minutes <clears throat> and then the guy calls him and he goes and he was like talking to him and then he gets off the phone and he goes okay so we went ahead and changed it it's now 360 something I was like that i'll pay like that's fine so i paid for it got it got my car and left and i was like don't so the moral of the story is <laughs> if someone is trying to tell you that you have to do something or pay more than what you're what you had signed off on or what you were told first of all if there's an option at the bottom when you sign off on it that says save as pdf do it because i didn't and i completely regretted it in the moment because i was like i've worked with them before there's never been an issue um so make sure you save it as pdf if you have that and then if they are saying that it's going to cost more than what they had quoted you and they can't give you a good enough reason to why it's costing more than what they quoted you push back on it because it well, more than likely, if you do it tactfully enough and you're not an asshole about it, then they'll more than likely make an exception. And I'm a good customer of them because this is like the sixth time I've had to take my car in. 
I was going to say, you haven't had to take your car in a lot. Yeah. And like the last time oh. I spent like almost three grand there. So I'm like, I'm a good customer. I'm all, I never make a big fuss. Anything you tell me that needs to be fixed, I usually say, sure, go ahead, do it. So I don't just make fix it. <laughs> and they did. So that was nice. Um, and then tomorrow, I am going to go test drive a Ford Mustang Mach-E. <laughs> nice. And potentially trade my car in on a Ford Mustang Mach-E. It's a 2022, so it's not brand new, but it has 11,000 miles on it. That's not bad. And it has everything that I want in it. Um, I did, while I was, while my car was kind of in limbo, because uh, I didn't want to drive it all the way to Quincy, uh, I rented a Tesla Model 3 and through Turo, Toro, Turo, I think it's Turo, T-U-R-O. Um, it's the first time I've used them and it was a pretty easy, um, easy transaction. I had to belch, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, so I found out that I don't like Tesla Model 3s at least. Um, because every time I got into the car, I like hit my head almost, or I did hit my head. Um, and in order to comfortably get in and out of the car, every time I would have to move the steering wheel all the way to the back position, like pushed it in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like basically pretzel myself out of the car. It was, I'm it was not just fun. picturing you like, um, like it in, <laughs> the, in chapter one when he's coming out of the refrigerator. That's just kind of how I imagine you coming out of the <laughs> That's basically how it happened every freaking time. That's a good comparison, Sarah. I sign off on that comparison. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like, it was, so that part sucked. But the way that it drove and like all of the like the autopilot feature. I used it a couple times. It was nice. It was fun. And it drove really well. But I can't, if I can't comfortably get in and out of the car, then I'm not buying, I'm, I'm not getting one. Right. That makes and I sense. never really, I never really thought I would ever get a Tesla Model 3. If anything, it would be the Y or the S. And I've kind of moved away from the X because the falcon wing doors or whatever it was called and that's more of a gimmick to me and it's they break more t more than it would be um feasible to have the car so mm. it would either have been the tesla model y or the s that i would have gotten but <clears throat> i think i'm kind of over it anyways because they don't have apple carplay and driving that with just bluetooth sucked <laughs> i bet so i didn't like that and I have a stuffy nose. I don't know what's going on. Well, stop that. <laughs> right. My, mine was just a bunch of bitching today. And then some exciting news about maybe I'm potentially getting a different car. And Yay! an electric car. So, I miss we'll having see. a car. <laughs> I love it. I don't think I could live without a car. Well, I've managed, but as soon as I've, I've realized as soon as my... Um, school loans come in i'm buying a bike because like i have to have some kind of mode of transportation besides having to take a lift you should get an electric bike 
get an electric bike. Those are expensive. Yeah, like six hundred dollars. Yeah. Like there's some that Walmart has that are a thousand dollars. I'm like, I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a bike. <laughs> I already don't like paying three hundred dollars for a bike. <laughs> Well, you want to jump into some Reddit questions? Yeah, sure. Let's so I have I have general questions. So there's like, there's nothing crazy. Um, there's one that I think is kind of funny. Uh, it's so the first one I want to look at is what minor inconvenience makes you go absolutely berserk? What minor inconvenience makes me go absolutely berserk? Yeah. Hmm. Oh my god. People walking slow. <laughs> and this is coming from store. someone that's like five foot tall. <laughs> listen, listen. I spent all of our high school years keeping up with your tall ass. Yeah. <laughs> I have learned to walk fast. Yeah. And then when I get stuck behind somebody at the grocery store who is not walking fast enough and they're blocking the way, like. I think that that might be one of them for me, too, because it's like if you're OK, maybe not so much that, but people just being like completely oblivious to their surroundings. Completely yeah. annoying. If you are going to like the meat counter and you leave your cart in the middle of the walkway to go walk over to the meat counter, I'm going to push your cart to the other side of the store. Like, just take the goddamn cart with you. Yeah, take the cart with you. Or here's a cool thing. Maybe not get a cart if you're not going to put a bunch of shit in it. Right. But like, it was just like, grab a basket or just carry it all yourself. Yeah. And then they just stand there and they look. It's like, find some meat that you like grab it and get out of the way it, you shouldn't have to ponder over meat for five minutes right get it and Don't go most people know what they want when they go up there you would think yeah like you don't it's have just... to spend 10 minutes staring at it trying to figure out which meat is the best meat like no. it's just like look at for look for one that looks good and maybe they're looking at the price and like oh that's a little bit too much and then they move on to another one. But it's like, come on, get out of the way. Just move. <laughs> Ryan does it, and it drives me absolutely nuts. And I'm just like, I for our sanity and for me not to murder you, I'm going to need to not go to the grocery store with you anymore. I, yeah. I usually, if I don't know what I want, I'm not approaching the counter. Yeah. I'm looking from a distance. <laughs> yes. So that was fun. Um, and then what are some things that would help unify society as a whole? That would help unify society? Mm -hmm. oh, God. A so lack the, of poverty? There's So there's two answers that someone has written in. Uh, the first person, well, there's two people that have responded. The first person says a threat or common enemy and then the next person says, Nucle nuclear war where everyone dies. <laughs> I mean, Not just some of us, but all of us are going <laughs> to perish. Well, yeah. uh, like, I don't think, honestly, I don't think that's a unifying enough cause. I don't, I don't honestly, in 
the current society the way it is, I don't think there's anything that can unify everyone. Like if children being murdered by someone at like while they're at school doesn't unify you against something, then nothing will. Yeah. But maybe if the rest of the world unified against us. Maybe. <laughs> so honestly, to me, this this question doesn't have an answer because if something as crazy as uh, schools being shot up and children dying in schools where they're supposed to be safe doesn't unify someone the society against something, then I don't know what would. Like ending um, child hunger child food insecurity isn't enough to no. unify people because there are people out there who still think that children should have to pay to eat at a place they're required to be no and that like, we're paying too much for the people to eat their food <laughs> like calm yeah. down yeah, um yeah. so the next question is what's your version of i did not care for the godfather So something Wait. that's something that's supposed to be like super iconic that you're just like I don't really care for it. Oh, like oh, something that you don't like. Yeah. Okay, that's super iconic. Um Huh. I didn't like pulp fiction. Yeah, I didn't like it either, but that's because I'm not a fan of that like you start at a certain time point and then you like jump around. I like for my stories to be linear and go from A to B. Yeah, I can understand that. I don't I don't mind if my stories jump around. But I just the the only part of that movie I thought was remotely interesting and or fun was Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> and Honestly, the rest of it I could have done without. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And I think it just got overhyped for me, too, because everybody was like, oh, my God, it's such an amazing movie. It's so good. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All right. Um, what's the best game to play with your family? Wait, you didn't answer the last question. I, it's because I don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like mayonnaise. I'll, I'll say that. I hate mayonnaise. Okay. <laughs> oh, I... and ranch. I hate ranch. I'm not a huge ranch person. Okay, so so as far as ranch on pizza goes, you're against. I don't like ranch on pizza, no. I find that disgusting. And if I... your pizza if you have to put ranch on your pizza, then you should probably just throw your pizza away. See, I feel similarly. <laughs> But there's so many people I know, including Nick, who are like, yeah, no, ranch with pizza. And I'm just like, what? If your what? pizza, if your pizza is that bad that you need to drown it in ranch or put ranch on it, then you're getting the wrong pizza. <laughs> the pizza toppings should already be on there. And that should make that bearable you shouldn't have to put freaking ranch on your pizza to make it palatable come on people get better pizza of when we were in high school and i would put grapes on the pizza Ew. 
because that was the only way that it was edible. It was, it tasted awful otherwise. Well, yeah, but that's, that's just because it was high school pizza. So I never got the pizza in high school. Well. Moving on. Moving uh, on. <laughs> uh, what's, what's the best game to play with your family? Best game to play with your family. Um, Not Monopoly. Not Monopoly. Because it's one, it's way too long. And two, it's very, if your family is very competitive, someone might die by the end of it. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. Um, my family, back when we used to play family games, um, our go-to was always Clue. Oh, yeah, Clue's a good one. Um, But if we're talking about, like, my all-time favorite board game that I, that if I had kids, we would be playing, uh, that would be Scattergories. Okay, yeah, that's fun. Um, I love that game. I remember playing that game with my Aunt Peggy and my brother when we were younger. Oh my god, my favorite thing. While it's still kind of as divisive and uh, maddening as Monopoly, I would (laughs) say Uno. I knew you were going to say Uno. (laughs) Uno. Uno is a fun game to play with your family. Or Skipbo. I've never played Skipbo. It's fun, but it's got a lot of, if I'm thinking of the right one, I might not be thinking of the right one, but I think it's, it's fun. We used to play it all the time with my family. I used to know how to play Rook, which was fun. No, I've never known how to do um, that. I always wanted to learn how to play Euchre, but I guess that's not going to happen now because I don't live in Indiana anymore. <laughs> and the only people I know who play Euchre live in Indiana. No. Um... I mean, if I'm thinking like um, board game, um, I'm trying to think of a board game that I like, not Shoots and Ladders. Yeah, Shoots and Ladders. It's a fun board game. I mean, it's kind of a kid's game, but. I still like to play Candyland. Okay, yeah. I had a Candyland um, board game before I moved to Texas. If you want to get weird with your family, play... Cards Against Humanity. No. I mean, yeah, but... Um, <laughs> what, now I can't even think of what it's called. Twister. Um, you want to get weird with your family. If you are yeah, you... if you live in West Virginia, play Twister. <laughs> That's if, terrible. If you live anywhere uh, where they make jokes about families loving each other a little too much... <laughs> That's probably the probably the game for you. Um, no, I just immediately went to Cards Against Humanity because yeah. that's. I mean, that might be fun to play with your family if you depending on your family. That's true. It does depend on your family. Uh, so the next one is in in your opinion, what actor or actress do you think is overrated? What actor or actress do I think is overrated? Um, I don't really like, um, what, hold on, wait, I want to make sure that I'm saying her name right before I, before I say I don't like her. Marianne Cotillard. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. I don't, I don't really... I don't think I've liked her really in anything I've seen her in. And and now that I'm like really thinking about it, I don't think I've ever, that's not true. I liked, 
I liked Mean Girls, but I liked Mean Girls because of Lindsay Lohan, not because of oh, Rachel, yeah. Rachel McAdams. I'm trying to think. So, I mean, for me, the actress would be, um, it's, you really shouldn't even call her an actress, but, um, oh my gosh, Jennifer Lopez, like she shouldn't be acting. She can't act. <laughs> That's fair. She I'm, has, I'm not gonna, she's, not in to... way, she's already in way too many movies. She doesn't need to be anymore. She can barely sing. Come for me, people. Come for me. I don't. You know, I honestly, don't. though, I think a whole bunch of Selena fans just went, yes, yes. Possibly, yeah. Um. All right. Uh, what's a sham that society is forced to comply with? Gender. Gen gender roles, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the first thing that came to my mind. Gender roles. Yeah, I'm just, uh, gender is all, like, the whole thing. The whole thing. Um, you know what else is a fucking scam though? Capitalism. And religion. And somebody, religion. Somebody put religion in there too. Um Yeah. Yeah. Capitalism. Capitalism, <laughs> gender. I think capitalism has gotten out of control. There's something like there is a something around capitalism that has the potential to be good, but it's gotten out of control. Technically speaking, all of the things that we have, like communism, socialism, anarchism, all of it works on paper, but none of it works in practice because of human beings. Yeah, because humans are garbage. So, like... Humans are garbage. Humans are garbage. <laughs> but see, I guess when I, when I say capitalism, I primarily mean the late stage capitalism yeah. that we're in where you know people are dying because they can't afford their medication or you know how there's millions of empty homes and you know millions of homeless people who could have a home you know yeah. or like the whole billionaire thing where literally the people who have the most money could literally fix all the world's problems and choose not to even yeah. though they literally can't spend all of that in their lifetime. Well, I think that's more greed than anything. Yeah, but like that that's that capitalist mindset though yeah. of well, I earned this quote unquote, you know, why can't why can't you just earn a billion dollars? I think the richest woman is actually she inherited it or she got it from her husband. Yeah. Almost everybody who's rich inherited it. But they'll Say tell that. you that they worked for it. Say that word again. Inherited it. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just a weird word. And you're putting a lot of emphasis on the extra ED. <laughs> inherited it. <laughs> inherited it. <laughs> I can't say it any differently. Jeez. All right. Next question is, if you could tame and keep one wild animal as a pet, what would it be? Oh, fuck. A platypus. A platypus? A platypus. That's where your mind goes? A platypus? Yes. You're going to have to explain. Okay. So, first of all, baby platypuses are called puggles. Puggles like the dog? Yes. Oh. 
So, but like also they're super weird and cool. Like they, they're venomous. Yeah, I did know that, yeah. Um, They're mammals, but they lay eggs. Hmm. Like they're like a combination of a beaver and a duck. Like, I don't know. They're just, they're just weird and cute and cool. And I, I would totally, I'm in, I'm in love with platypuses. I think they're adorable. <laughs> I um, want a platypus. No, I, I'm trying to think of what would be a, an animal that would make a good pet. Like a fox, maybe? Like a, like a, like a red fox? I know I mean, like a dog scary. anyways. But I have a problem with taming a wild animal and keeping it. It's like they should be wild. I mean, if you want to like care for one, but still let it like run free and do its thing. Right. But it like it comes to like get food and stuff like that. That's yeah. fine. But like keeping it at your house and like making it stay with you. I don't approve of that. That's fair. I think my my second option would be um, an albino king cobra. Ew, no. No. Yes. And I would name it Snakespear. Oh, William Snakespear. Uh, I'm looking for a new co-host. So if anybody <laughs> would like to, we're taking admissions. <laughs> no, we're not. You are stuck with me and you love me anyway, so. Mm. I'm going to block her from the, the, the Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Next question is, what makes you become an quote-unquote official adult? I used to think that you were an official adult when you paid taxes. No. But I've been, I've been paying taxes since I was 16. <laughs> yeah. But now I don't know. I don't think there's something that makes you an official adult. Like there's adulting, like doing adult things. Right. Like when you are working on your own, paying your own bills, you're making your own choices. Right, like you're not you're, living with your parents. Yeah, if you're in the mindset where you can do that and sustain, you're technically an adult. Yeah. I mean, legally, it's 18 or 21, depending on where you look. Um, so legally, yeah. it's, it's that. But really, anytime you can take care of yourself and do it sustainably, is you're an adult. Okay. I I can I can agree with that. Um last question I have on here I picked pulled up is which mentality made your daily life easier? Which mentality? Yeah. Makes my daily life easier? Mhm. So like me, um like when I think about this it's like I don't really like, tom like tomorrow when I go and test drive the car. If I don't test drive the car, I'm not out anything. Or if I don't buy the car and I don't get a new car, I'm not out anything. So it's just like, whatever happens, happens. That's my mentality that I've taken in that instance. And in most instances, like, 
like whenever I'm in an airplane. It's like whatever happens, happens. I can't really do anything about it. It, right. yeah, it'll, it will suck, but it's like, what are you going to do about it? <clears throat> like, that's the mentality, I think. Now, there are things that I... <laughs> I am a control freak, so there are some things that I can't just have that mentality about. But <laughs> things like going and test driving a car to see if I want to buy a new car. And then flying. It's like, you can't really... You can only do what you can. Right. I think... I wish I had that mentality um, in that I wish that I let a lot more things um, go, um, yeah. but I'm getting there. I'm, it's something I'm working on. It's just, it's very difficult. There is a an Instagram account that I follow. It's um, Mana Celine, I think is how you say it. She puts a lot of like motivational quotes on her Instagram. And the one that I like just recently um, added to my like my story thing, it says, mm -hmm. don't quit because something is hard. Quit because it doesn't align. Yeah. It's like that type of mentality. And a lot of her like a lot of her stuff, it's it's a good a good way to look at things. So I will include her link to her Instagram on the this week's podcast. But that's what I would say. It's like to me, um, you can only do what you you have power to control. Everything else is kind of like it whatever happens happens. There's nothing you can do about it anyways. Right. What's, what, what is with that look? <laughs> well, the stupid... Um, whenever I have this computer in uh, the split screen mode, apparently when you open up a Google Doc, because I didn't have it open before we started, um, it doesn't like to put it in the... It, it, it messes up, so I had to fix it. it. Okay. Um, and then... The am I the asshole that I have or AITA? Um, am I the asshole for being weirded out by a man who waited 20 minutes for me to come out of the store so he could pull up next to my parking spot and ask if I was married? And ask if you were what? Married. So, so <laughs> hold on, let me read through it. Um, I'm 33 single. My friend, my lady friends almost all agree that this is creepy and scary. A majority of my male friends think it's bragging, which was, think I'm bragging, was mean to judge the guy for trying and or only am uncomfortable with it happening because the guy must have been ugly. Unfortunately, the conversation about this kind of left my hands and I'm looking at losing friendships and some male friends over this. Uh, but the bare bones of it is this. I went into a fast food place, ordered my meal, finished it, and I took about 15 minutes. I went out to my car and rolled down my windows. It's hot. And checked a few texts. Five minutes later, a man who, rec who I recognized as being ahead of me in line and who left with his food 
didn't eat it in the store, then pulls up next to me in his car, rolls down his window, and asks if I'm married. This made me uncomfortable, but I just told him I'm married, and he was like, oh, well, okay, reversed and drove away. It shouldn't matter, but yeah, dude was attractive, so no, it's not. I'm not using a double standard here, but the whole situation was setting off alarm bells. What I didn't share with my friends was, one, I was dressed like a manic, basically had to drop off my pets at the vet at 8 a.m. and woke up at 7.45. And two, my car was full of full to the brim with stuff I was going to take to donate. My car basically looked like I was living out of it. But I didn't share this with my male or female friends. So while I'm providing context here, it's something that they had to Something that I had to inform. Wait, no. Something that had to inform their reaction to what I shared. That does not make sense. Um, I, in my opinion, it seems more likely to me, a guy was feeling out if he could take advantage of someone down on their luck. There's unfortunately a lot of sex trafficking in my town. Anyways, I'm curious, am I the asshole for lying to the man and generally feeling like something nefarious was going on? No. No. I don't think so either. No, because... Because, like, how many women... Okay. So... Every day, nearly three women are killed. And, like, that's just by an intimate partner. That's not even talking about men that you say no to in, like, social contexts who decide that they're entitled to you. So, like... I think maybe her male friends are the assholes because they're reacting in a way. Because they feel like it's kind of, you hurt his manhood. It's like, get over it. But, I mean, he sounded like he didn't really care that much. He's just like, oh, okay, and then just left. Right. So, like, I mean, at least he should get points. See, that's the scary thing, though. I don't think any harm was done. Like, like, maybe, I don't, like, I don't know where they were, but, like, maybe he saw her at the restaurant and, like, or the fast food place. And then he went to another store and was like walking around in that store doing his thing in the store and then came out and saw her come in and get his, get in her car and thought, you know what, I'm going to pull up and say something to her and see see if she's interested. And then when he found out she wasn't interested, she just he just left. Yeah. I don't think either person in this instance is the asshole. Yeah, he was maybe a little creepy for doing it that way, um, but I don't think either person is the asshole. I think it's just a weird situation, and I you think I just think that that's a weird situation, and I think it was totally fair that she felt it was weird yeah. and nefarious because I also would have felt that way. I mean, her feelings were valid, yes. So whether they, like, but at least he left immediately. Yeah, like it's not like he tried anything further. Yeah. So I don't think, it's and not like, like you he don't said, oh, a stranger, the truth either. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like he said, oh, well, are you happily married? And then tried to move forward. He just said, right. oh, and then okay. kept trying. And then just left. Like, he I was don't... just like, oh, okay, and then bounced. I don't so. see any issue in either thing. And you're right. You don't owe anyone the truth. But, like, the thing is, too, 
is that like her male friends are allowing their fragile masculinity yeah. to feed their responses to things like like she needs some new friends yeah. <laughs> I mean maybe she needs to lose those friends yeah that's um, what I'm saying is like lose those friends alright you want to go on to our turn of phrase section uh, yeah. Um, so the one that we're going to talk about this week is cat got your tongue. And it means uh, you asked asked to a person who is at a loss of words. So what do you mm-hmm. think? Where do you think it's from? Where do I think it's from? Yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe Germany? It's kind of a negative, yeah, negative thing. So the origins, it says, so there's two possible origins, it says. Uh, The English Navy used a whip called Cat O' Nine Tails for flogging. The pain was so severe that it caused the victim to stay quiet for a long time. Um, And then another possible source could be from ancient Egypt, where liars and blasphemers' tongues were cut out and fed to the cats. Yeesh. Both are pretty negative. (laughs) Honestly, <laughs> I was Jeez. like, I was over here thinking it was gonna be from like some old German or something, but no. <laughs> well, that's fun. I mean, it's interesting, but yeah, it's kind of kind of negative. Jeez, didn't know it was gonna take us to that that place. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do either of those things. I'm good. Well. Ready to call it a podcast? Yeah, I think it's a podcast. <laughs> Are you doing anything fun this weekend? Um, not really. Uh, Nick and I aren't aren't hanging out um on Saturday like we usually do because um, tomorrow is his and Horace's seven year anniversary. Mm. Um, so happy anniversary to them. Um. So instead, I'm we're switching our our date night. So we're gonna have date night on Sunday night, um, and I don't think we have anything really planned. We might watch a movie, but I don't know. Um, I don't have anything other than going and test driving that car tomorrow, and possibly having a new car. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Oof new car i mean it's yeah it's a big purchase and it's scary but we'll see but i might not i might it might just be a fun fun road trip in someone else's car (laughs) (laughs) there you go (laughs) all right well thank you all for listening to this week's episode of now about that with james and sarah if you like the episode please like comment follow and subscribe and leave a review in apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you listen and this will help get out the wow and this will help get the podcast out to more people and help us grow. Uh, feel free to follow us on social media. Our Instagram, Twitter, and threads is at now about that. And if there is a specific topic um, or question you would like us to answer or discuss on the podcast, feel free to email us, uh, email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com, or give us a text or a call and leave us a voicemail at the phone number 765-557-4170. 
Again, we thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week since this will be coming out on a Monday. And Sarah, enjoy your weekend. Thanks. You too. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.